Pashas Vayakhev. Okay? So we're going to read a little bit inside. Okay? Bear with me. Accept, tolerate this uh, inconvenience. We're going to learn Pashat Chumish. Yeah? Vayakhev Meishem gathers as Koladaz B'nei Yisrael, the entire congregation of the sons of all the Jewish people. Vayemar Aleim and he told them. These are the words that the Ebishta commanded Lassus Esam to do. For six days, literally means work should happen by itself. Teyosem means work should be done. On the seventh day, it'll be for you holy. It's a Shabbos of Shabbos. If anybody does work on this date, you must. You must is the opposite of life. Then it says, Do not make fires in any of your communities. Let's keep going. To the entire congregation of Israel, these are the words that the Ebishter commanded they should repeat and then it starts saying so how many psukh can we just learn? we learned one two three four psukh in one psukh right? four psukh yeah if you were writing this how much shorter could you make that? how much shorter could you make it? it could say vayemer meishel b'nei yisroh and then if you want, it could say again, There's so many extra words here. Arguably, the entire person of Yaakov is extra. The entire person. Why? Because every time Meishel spoke to the Jews, he gathered them. We know that from Pashat Kisisa. Hashem told Meish, remember Hashem told Meish in Pashat Baalesha to make two trumpets and they would use them lahakilas ha'eda when he wanted the Jewish people to get together he would blow the trumpets Yidin would gather so if Hashem is telling Meish Rabbeinu is telling all the Yidin the Mitzvah of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, clearly he gathered them he collected them yeah? so why over here say Vayakil? do you imagine every Pasha begins Vayakil? last week's Pasha was Truma yeah? Um, uh, Hashem tells Meish Rabbeinu and tells the Jewish people Kumi Yitchem Truma call the day right after the passage begins Dabir Abnei Yisrael Yitchem Truma here Yisrael Vayakil Mittamu Vayakil why all of a sudden here Vayakil one of Vayakil someplace else of all the places in the Chumash the place where it says Vayakil is when Hashem is telling Yidna about building the Beis HaMikdash but there's another thing you have to know on the floor there's a Maimed there's another thing you have to know that there is a tendency in the Chumash to always join together Shabbos and Beis HaMikdash. Whenever you mention Beis HaMikdash, you have to keep Shabbos. And the Nigle Shebedovar is, the simple reason for this is, because as holy as building the Beis HaMikdash is, you can't do it on Shabbos. Karbanas in the Beis HaMikdash, in Shabbos it's a mitzvah. Building the Beis HaMikdash, you're not allowed to do on Shabbos. So every time they speak about building the Beis HaMikdash, they remind you, but you can't be Machal Shabbos. Because you're not allowed to desecrate the Shabbos to build the Beis HaMikdash. You're only allowed to serve Hashem on Shabbos with Karbonis. But the building of the Beis HaMikdash is not allowed to be done on Shabbos. That's the simple reason why, whenever you mention the building of the Beis HaMikdash, Shabbos comes from last week's Pasha, Yisisa, which for us is, by the way, next week's Pasha. When the Ebishter finishes telling Meishah Rabbeinu all the halachas of Shabbos, you have a whole Pasha 
Achas Shabsei Saitish Mei. You have to keep Shabbat. Shabbos always next to the Beis Hamikdash to say building the Beis Hamikdash is incredibly important, but you're not allowed to do it on Shabbos. You got it? You understand? That's the uh, that's the um, the design of the Pashtas. But there's a, the Rebbe says Api Chasidus. What's going on over here? All these words. These are the words that Hashem commanded you you should do. And then as Shesha tell that whole first passing you do it out. The whole entire first passing. There's a lot of repetition. So the Rebbe says a Maimachsidis. And he he gives a Gavaldika Yeshod, he lays out a foundation. And on this foundation he builds a beautiful, beautiful building. I'm not gonna say he's gonna explain every nuance. But he explains enough of that for you to say, wow, this is what God meant. I just think it made that All these extra words are there because they're not extra at all. What is the Yisod? The Yisod is as follows. It says in Chazal that when Hashem created the world, the world was perfect. The world was perfect. The Lashon of the Medish, which the Rebbe quoted on Friday, is Oilam al Miluay Nivra. Hashem created a perfect world. Oilam al Miluay Nivra. The world was created in its fullness. Oilam al Miluay Nivra means that when all the Machabu were created, they were living de facto, for the most part, in Ganeden. And they were supposed to live forever. All the Machabu were not supposed to die, they were supposed to live forever. Which, by the way, means, don't tell us to anybody out we would never have been born. So that's... Decide how you feel about that. Yeah. Only the biggest neshamas would have been born. There would have been no death. If there would have been no death, there wouldn't be billions of neshamas. There'd be 600,000 and that's it. And we'd be their fingers and toes and hair nail, hair and skin follicles. Um, and then Odom HaChave ate from the Eitz Adas Teverah. When Odom and Chave ate from the Eitz Adas Teverah, so the expression in Chazal, and he put into the world as a whole and into humanity specifically death. Death. Death is, is a drop. For something not to be forever, it just needs to be a teeny, teeny, teeny drop imperfect. And like the words of the Nebain of Achayim, death begins at the moment of birth. The Chertei Tzadah brought into the world Zuhama, Shmutz, Filth, Uncleanness, Tumah, to use the form of the previous class. And this Tumah, which was brought into the world, set up the process of Mis. Then they gave us a Tera, Har Sinai. 2,448 years later, the Ebershah gave us a Tera, when he gave us a Tera, Har Sinai, he took the death away. And it says in the Pasuk, Choros Amaluches, Hashem carved the Oisius of Asaras Libis into the Luches. So the Gemara says on the word Choros, Atikra, Choros, El Luches. But the word Choros means, and if you wanted to say this in the Lech Nachasidis, when a Yid learns and lives, Teda, the Madrega of Asias Achakika, it's carved, you and Yiddishkeit are one. So it's Cheros Mimalachamovas in Moses. Cheros, redeemed from death. When Adam and Ch- when the Yidin got a Tera Harsinai, the world was reset, at least as it related to the Jewish people, to Adam and Chava Kedem Achet, there's no Misa. And then Yidin made an Egel Azor, a golden calf. And the whole thing starts again. And Hashem says to the Jews, 
Our passion. Yaakov Meishim. It's called Azmane Yisrael. What's going on? She never says what is going on is Hashem tells me she gather the Jewish people to get done like this. When I created the world, I made it. When I gave them the Torah, I gave them back the condition of Chesmalchamos. Now they're going to have to earn it themselves. This Pasha is not only talking about Shabbos. It's not only talking about building a base on Mikdash. It's talking about, and I'm going to now say it in the, the order of events, building a base on Mikdash and achieving a Shabbos where there is no death. Death. Building a base on Mikdash and achieving a Shabbos where there is no death. And when you approach it this way, you understand all the words in these Pesukim. Because the Pesukim are not just saying keep Shabbos. The Psukim are not just saying build a base amikdash. The Psukim are saying relate to the physical world in a level which is midah connected midah of Avedizod. Yidin made the golden calf, it was Avedizod, it was idol worship. So now they're building a base amikdash to correct for the sin of idol worship. So we know, and this is now my word, it's not the words of the Maimon, there's something called Chubas Hamishko. Chuvasamishko means that the chuva has to be as heavy as the Aveda was. Weight for weight. Balanced. Or midakhenegit mida, this expression everybody knows. Midakhenegit mida, measure for measure. If we are going to correct the chata ego, which is chata vaveda zoro, which set us back in terms of this idea of chayres v'malachamot, that there is death in the world, we need to do, live our lives, build the base. I'll say it again to what I said before. Build a base on Mikdash and achieve a Shabbos, which brings us back to a place where the Zuhama is removed again. That's what's going on. So when it says in the Pasuk, it's saying this is what you need to do to bring back the Chedos that I gave you when I gave you the Tehra Havsin. That's the Pshat. These are the things. Eilat Varam goes on Chub. Eilat Varam, these are the things. Ashatziva Hashem, the Eibish, the last Ayit has to do them in order to do tshuva so that he can bring back the condition of the world to pasla to a Muslim. There's no filth, there's no misa in the world. And therefore there's real living because they corrected the sin of Eidazon. That's how you read these words. Eilad varam ashatseva Hashem lasus eisam doesn't mean Shabbos. It doesn't mean build the base of Mikdash. It means tshuva. It means tshuva. We're learning from the Siddur. Page 452 in the You Make sure you have a red one. Yeah? Now, so how does this work? How does this work? Again, I'm telling you what we learned on Friday. The way it works is like this. That ever says, what's Avedizor? What's Avedizor? What's idol worship? So of course, in a gross way, in a simple way, in an unadal way, Avedizor means you bow down to nonsense. The eights for heaven. The shtusim v'avol. Like it says in Chumash Rashi, basically. On your front lawn, you have an Avedizor made of wood and of stone. And in your in your bedroom, under your bed, you have your god of gold and silver. Why? You're afraid someone's going to steal it. Now, what kind of god is that? <laughs> He's protecting you and you have to hide him. So, it shouldn't be stolen. This is the void on a simple level. But a Vedizor is much more sophisticated than that. Like it says in the Rambam, in the beginning of Vilchat Avedizor. Avedizor simply means shneus, duality. But there's more than one master, that's it. Avedizara means shutvas even the eightest level. Avedizara means 
living our lives in a way that reflects that we think we are more than one master. And boy, that's difficult. Easy to say, I'm a great speaker, a great speaker, whatever speaker I am, it's not hard to describe it. To live, to live this is a whole nother test. But of a desire means if in our minds and in our hearts we have a sense of two masters, that's the opposite of unity. And the example that the Rebbe gave in the Maimed was Panas, the most uncomfortable one of all, the one that most of us can relate to. Yeah? Where does my Panasa come from? The Ebishter or Yegiya Kapecha or Kechem Eitzim Yadi? And it's a tough, 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 tough Nisayim. And the Maimed on Friday developed this opinion that in order for a person to offset Avedezod Avedaka Min Hadaka, they have to live their Panasa life in such a way that they believe only in one God. And that's what says in the next Pasuk. Sheishes Yamim for six days, Teyos Semelach. You know what Teyos Semelach means? You do your work without any kavana. It almost happens by itself. And that's the Hemshech Advarim. Eila Advarim, Asher Tziva, Deshem Lasa, Esam. These are the words of truth. So Yaakel Moshe, Moshe got us together. It's a Hetzachan Yid. David made a world of Miluit. David gave us the Tato and took away the Zuama. And we stunk it up. We did an Indian from Avedi Zora, Bedakos, or Bedaka, Minadaki. You have to look into the Shainim and Pashat to see so. To find out that Avedi, the Chata Egel was not so Pashat. The Yidim were not idiots. Forty days after they get the Tato to bow down to a piece of gold, it's silly and stupid. And the Rishonim explained that it wasn't so silly. That Faraloshin for the Rishonim, Chet Bemaizen, Chet Bemachshaver. It was a sin of thought. Divide a teeny type of the world. So the the place, the model that the Maimir brings as the corrections of Edezara is Panasa. It's very, very difficult for his person's Panasa in his mind and his heart to be the Ibishta's Mafanus me and nobody else's. And we all Panasa consumes so many of us. Panasa consumes so much, so much of ourselves is consumed by Panasa. Not only having the Panasa and earning the Panasa, but worrying about the Panasa. And the way that six days the work that you do is not you do it, it happens. Why? Because you're not focused on it. Hashem gives me Panasa. And all I have to think about is the Rebishter. So when it comes to Panasa, I do it. I don't apply my heart. And with a minimum amount of time, why? Because it comes from the Mevishna. Now, Rabbi Sai, that's very easy to say. To live this way is a moinunika madrega. It's an unbelievable madrega to live this way, right? And the Maimir explained it with the Pasuk and the Mishnah and the others. Yigibi yigia kapecha kisei. Panasa, you earn with your hands, not with your mind. Your mind, you keep potato Aveda. Your hands, you involve in your panasa. So in other words, you only give your extremities to the panasa. Your pnimia is to say for more meaningful things. And the Rebbe said two points. Number one, you only involve your external self in your panasa. Your internal self is involved in Aveda Sashem. And number two, you give it the minimum amount of time. And then the Rebbe asked the Gavaldi Kasha, listen to this, listen to this. This is probably the most rich aspect of it. And this last aspect is Negea to the Maimon as we move forward. The Rebbe says like this. You're giving your Parnasa only your Chitzadiyas, right? Your Neshama is involved in Tehra 
So the Rebbe has a poshit akash, a very, very simple question. If a person invests in his panasa only his hands, if a person invests in his panasa a minimum amount of time, why does the Posik say Yegiyakapech? What does Yegiyah mean? Toyo. If you're earning your panasa and you're paying attention to Tere Vavedi, you're like when I was a little kid, I spent a lot of time reading the back of Tilim. You know why? Because I spent a lot of hours waiting for my father to finish Davidi. Understand? So I used to read the back of Tilim over the same stories. And I didn't understand Hebrew. So I had to find the Yiddish between the Hebrew of the back of Tilim. It's my childhood trauma. <laughs> and you read about a shtetl, a farmer, a prostitute who didn't know anything. And he would say Tilim five times a day. He didn't know that you're not allowed to say Tilim in the bathroom. He didn't know you're not allowed to say Tilim in a refes. That means in a stable. So he said Tilim. And the Baal Shem Tif saw that this yet had a schus, that he could save Akilah from the worst gzairis. So he came to this Gidl, a simple man. And he said, if you knew that you had a schus that could save Gidl from a gzairis kloya, would you agree to give it away? He says, of course. Va'agzairan is batla. A'oistug fun asicha. This is my childhood. Boy, am I a crazy, funny guy, yeah? This is Mamish Man Kinderjorn. I can't tell you how many, I probably read this, this page hundreds of times. Um, page 730 730 in the back of the city they retyped it they used to have a different type it was much uglier as a kid I read this the last words as a little kid I used to read this so if you're a person whose hand is in Tillim and you just you, I'm just showing you my childhood uh, experiences um your head is in So why did the Tere say Yegiya Kapech? So the Rebbe gives an unbelievable answer. Hashem says to you, make a panasa. And Hashem says to you, but don't koch. He's pulling on both ends. Hashem doesn't say, don't make a panasa. You have to make a panasa. But then Hashem tells you, Yegiya Kapech, only put your hands in. So you're torn in two directions. What is the ultimate expression of being torn in two directions that you fight with yourself to make the panas? You don't want to become make the panas. No, then Hashem said make a panas. So first Hashem conditions you not to think about it. What do you think about? Just the neighbor. And panas you do only mechitayis. And then the neighbor says, by the way, if make a living. So you're fighting with yourself to make a living. That's like the toil is not that you're working hard on the panasa. The toil is you're working hard because you don't want to do it at all. And the Abish said you have to. So you do it with Yagiyah. So you have here the ultimate contradiction. The ultimate contradiction. You're earning a living with such mysterious nefesh and no heart. Now how do you learn to earn a living with such mysterious nefesh and no heart? If you do it because Hashem said if you do it because you want, then it's not hard, number one. And the Mesidus Nefesh is because you're interested in it. But when Hashem says, give me, give Panasa only your hands. But then Hashem says, you have to Arantlach, fair and square, kosher. You have to make a Panasa V'ayit, the way it's supposed to be. So there's a Yegiyah. So there's duality here. You're putting yourself completely into Panasa only because Amish told you to. So from your angle, you wouldn't do it at all. You do it to So you're doing it only with your hands, 
with a minimum amount of time, with a moid in the Giyadir, because Azayah the Rebish the I gave an example on Friday. It's an uncomfortable example, and I'll give it again, because I don't know another case. I've never seen anything like this in my life. I had a Shved. I had only one Shved. I'm lifting an aid. He was an incredible person. He was a Hasidic Shayid. He had Yenemachla in the stomach. Okay, you know what I mean? Yeah? He passed away full body weight. Full body weight. He wasn't an ounce lighter than when he was diagnosed. That is physically impossible. It's physically not possible. He was the same weight when he his petita as he was two years when he was diagnosed. You know why? Because he ate like he doesn't. Mamish. It would take him two hours to eat. He ate with a son, okay, in case you don't know. He ate with the same Kabbalah sale that there's Amish case to eat. I remember him sitting the afternoon of his passing, eating a yogurt, and Dr. Rosen was saying to us, he doesn't have to eat this. But this is the, the, the same God that said you gotta daven, said you gotta eat. In other words, I saw with my eyes what it means a person to do a dover gashmi. Just because Hashem said it, and do it completely. He passed away full body weight. He wasn't one pound lighter when he passed away than he became a... He had colon cancer. He didn't have a problem. So it's not a piteva cloud. This is a yagir. Your panas is a yagir. Why is it a yagir? Because you're not supposed to want to do it. But the Ebishah tells you to do it. So there's a duality here. There's an incredible pull in two directions. The simple aspect of it, which is, by the way, not simple at all, is you only put your hands into it and you give it a minimum amount of time. And that's not easy at all. Everybody, everybody knows. You, we all know who made out. We all worry about it. I worry about us all the time. I'm going to lie to you. The hard part of it is that because your interest only to serve the Yavish, the Rebbe brings a dukma. If you're standing in front of a king and you make a motion, you have me. She says, Apostazach, when are you not standing in front of the Yavish? So how do you do anything but serve the Yavish? There's only one answer. Because he said so. <coughs> so you're making up Anasa because he said so. You would not want to do it. So you do it only because of him. So therefore, something that you do with no passion, you do with incredible Mercedes never. So the two sides are, I'm not interested in doing it. I'm doing it because the Yavish just said, I'm going to do it with the Mercedes never. And the Rebbe says, this is the correction for Chet Remember the Maimah started, that the Yidin of Avedezara. What's Avedezara? A split is more than one. Deibish says, I can't charge, but I have to be nice to my boss. <laughs> I gotta keep my job. Deibish did, Abed. And you're the Yiddish I don't wanna, I don't like to say things that are, that are, that are khaldish by them. I don't wanna be a liar. You know, I, I'm learning the Maimon, I'm thinking that for the Rebbe, this is so true. But for us, this is so awesome. This is the Maimon about Panasa. The Maimon about Panasa are very personal. So you know, one of the two sides. One side is that you're doing it only because you're doing it without investment because you're not interested in doing it but because Hashem said to do it there's a Yagiyah in it and this is a correction of Avedi Zorah and it brings that you should have a Shabbos that's how it works it brings you have a Shabbos Shabbos means loss of love Shabbos means a world where there's no death so the prospect would be this you're going to do Tshuva and your work is going to be done superficially on the one hand but with a great Yagiyah on the other because you're serving the Eivishter and you're going to build the Beis HaMikdash the Beis HaMikdash just did a B'tachtayin we understand the Beis HaMikdash just did a B'tachtayin and when your approach to Gashmi 
I said, on the one hand, you're not at all involved with it. On the other hand, you do it with your gear because the Eivishter said. And that's how you build the base on Mikdash. Then you say that every single Shabbos is in the Madrega Shabbos Shabbos. And you look at the words now, you see it's all written there. Yeah, page 452. Yeah? The only words we have... Meshach gathers all the Jewish people. We haven't yet explained. We're going to explain it soon. These words of tshuva for the chetam of Eidus Zodim. Hashem commanded us to do so that we can recreate a world of Shabbos. How do you do it? Your involvement with Malacha is completely passive. You're not interested in it at all. You're doing it just because the Ebishter said. On the seventh day, Yilachem Kedesh shall be holy. Shabbos Shabbos. Right? When is Shabbos Shabbos? Shabbos Shabbos is in Kippur. Here it says every Shabbos, the Madrig of Shabbos Shabbos. How could every Shabbos be in the Madrig of Yemen Kippurim if you defy the leaning towards Avedizor to the extent that your work in Panos is Teoseh, then you Zeche for Shabbos Shabbos. Right? And that, and, and the Hemshech about building the base of Mikdash, this is how your beings are involved in the world. Okay? Now, that was a very, very long introduction. It took 30 minutes. It, it's a sin, but I just committed. At your own. In the Avoidah, you have two extremes, right? In the Panos, there's two sides. On the one hand, you do it with no interest at all. On the other hand, because you're doing a little interest, you're doing only because they to say it, so there's a Yigiyah in it. The Rebbe says Kabbalah sells the same thing. You know what Kabbalah sells means? Hashem tells me to do a mitzvah, I do it just because he said. I'm not interested <laughs> in the mitzvah. I'm only doing it because he said. The Rebbe is now going to apply these two extremes that he used in Anosim to avoid Hashem. Let's see it inside. Vihine. Each of us have these two sides in Avedis Hashem. You should not be a servant to serve their maker for the purposes of receiving a reward. But instead, you should be a servant to serve their master. Not for the purpose of receiving a reward. And you should know that Rebbe Marash brings in Bekocha, or Girsa, Almanas Shalei. With the intention of no reward. Vahain. This means, you can serve Hashem and you want the reward. What's the reward? The meaning of the mitzvah itself. As who may even he knows and understands the good and the advantage. mitzvah. He experiences the pleasantness, the sweetness, and the sweetness of Yiddishkeit. Says the Rebbe, Achaz Omru says the Mishnah, Ow! Don't do it for a Gishmak! No, Dafkanish! Ow! Tiyu Kavodim Amisham Shirazaraf Amanasakabas! Don't do Yiddishkeit with a Gishmak! Hainu! Shavedes Havayel Amitosa, that when you're serving Hashem Betanemis, it's Lamis and Hergeshatayva, it's not because it feels good and it gives you pleasure. El Mitech Kabbalah Seo, God told you to do it, you gotta do it. Shereitz and Lakayim is what's in the so the Rebbe is going to say something really weird. I heard once from a, a co-worker of mine, a co-worker of mine, who could be my father, he's my co-worker. He's my Rebbe, my Melamed. But we, we uh, as they call it in, in, in the secular world, uh, uh, forget the, uh, I'm a fellow. A Talmud <laughs> Chaver. That I did with my Rebbe Yechides. 
and he was asking the Rebbe why he has to keep Taylor the mitzvah. So the Rebbe said to him, because the Abishta said, and then he told him, he says, You think I want to put on film? The Rebbe said, You think I want to put on film? I don't want to put on film. Yep. I only do that because the Abishta said, Now, you can start spinning and weaving and building and deciding. But this was what the Rebbe said. I do mitzvahs, I enjoy them. That's what the Rebbe says. You want to quiet the Gishmak. You know why? Because only when you quiet the Gishmak, you have the real Yigir. Just like in Parnasseh. The only way you could work hard at Parnasseh, and working hard at Parnasseh is Avodah Hashem, if you don't want to do it. So the Rebbe says, the only way you can work hard on Tehidah Mitzvahs, and it's real Kabbalah sale, if you don't want to do it. And that's what the Rebbe spins here. Just like in the Parnasseh, the duality is, I'm not interested in this, but I gotta do it because God said so I do it with a Kabbalah sale. When I do a mitzvah, I'm not doing it because I have a gishmak. I don't want to do it. The That's how the Rebbe explains the zelu umazeh. You understand? The correction of the Zabbat through as it plays itself out in Avedis Hashem. Look at this. Vehine. Kasher Kabbalah sale. It's seven lines at the page of Eshmane. But you do Yiddish Kadavet, you don't want to do it. Why? Do want, I, this doesn't mean anything to me. And therefore, it's Beif and You see those two points. I have row numeral one and row numeral two. You're doing mitzvahs now. We're not talking about Panasa. We're talking about doing a mitzvah. You're bored. Why? I have no Gishmak. But Hashem said, so there's a Yigiyah, because Hashem said, behind him. Since the work that I'm doing, there's no will, there's no pleasure, there's no longing. It's as if he doesn't enjoy it. A mitzvah he's doing like he's being forced. Doing a mitzvah it's hard. Why is it hard? You're a servant of the Eibishter. What's a servant of the Eibishter? You're not interested in it. Other than he said. This is a very high level. This is an incredibly high level. And this is the Tikkun Chate Ego, ultimately. Ukmei came, in addition. Do it automatically. Now the Rebbe is now spinning the other way completely. On the one hand, you don't do it because you enjoy it. No, no, no. Just because God said it. So you're not interested. But you're forcing yourself. You're forcing yourself because he said. Once you're forcing yourself because he said, he brings back in the Baderach Mamelai and he explains. Key. When I serve Hashem, I feel. Now you gotta understand what the word feel means. When I serve Hashem, I feel Hashem, right? What's the psychological prerequisite to feeling Hashem? Feeling me. I'm sure you've heard this expression that goes around in the hippie circles. In order to love somebody else, you got to love yourself first. This is so typical of America. And they made it into God, religion. To feel all the cool, you have to feel you. Because there's something called duty burgish. You know that? Serving Hashem without awareness. A pneumistic person doesn't even see himself. And if you learn the Maimarech this, you'll learn that before Chetai Tzadat, for the original sin, they had no ergish. They didn't feel. What Chetzal Das made was that they should feel. 
they should feel what they're doing, but the beginning of feeling what doing is feeling yourself. And it creates what would be called in physics, friction, energy, heat. In other words, inefficient, what happens when you have a wire that's very efficient, the wire is cold. If you have a wire which is less than efficient, the wire gets hot because you're wasting energy. That's what Murgish is, it's an inefficiency. It's a lack of exactitude. Look at the words. When you feel, you feel the mitzvah, you feel the Eibishter, but in order to feel the mitzvah, you feel the Eibishter, you have to feel you. It's conceivable. I'm doing it. I'm also a shoemaker, yeah? I'm very gifted and I'm very sensitive. Six lines from the end of the first paragraph on page You don't feel yourself. And therefore you don't feel the mitzvah, you just do it. As I may be no margish, so then you understand that you feel you're not doing it. So the Rebbe spins this two ways. On the one hand, you're not interested in the mitzvah. On the other hand, the mitzvah happens almost by itself. And they're both in the same word, teyase. When you do something you don't want to do, you do it haphazardly. Teyase. And when you do something just because the Ebishter empowers you to do it, it happens by itself. So the same word which denotes you're doing without any interest. Denotes you're so interested that you don't even have to think about it. What's the constant? There's no Ebish. I don't feel me. So the Rebbe says, we talked about Hanasen without Levalev, without any involvement, but because you're doing it without any Levalev, you're only doing because the Ebishter says, and there's the Yagir. The Rebbe says, Yiddishkeit is like that too, not just Hanasen. On the one hand, you're not interested. Not just not interested because you're not interested. You're not interested because there's no you. You're only doing it because the Ebishter said. And when you're doing it only because the Ebishter said, it happened so naturally because you're not feeling yourself. That's how the Rebbe explains, in effect, explaining the Te said twice, and he finishes the paragraph of bringing the Mami Chazal, you put a finger and the Ebishter gives you a hand. Next paragraph, please. Bottom of page, the Inyim Zeo Tikkun Al-Chata Ego. The Sekrash of Chata Ego. Shayod Chodra Hazur Amadachat Etadas. This is what I just told you. Chata Ego was a correction it was, was a reversal, was a going back to Chet Etzadas. In other words, Egel and Etzadas brought the world to the same compromised condition. A second time. Right? The world was perfect. When man and woman sinned, all the Malchava sinned, they brought Zuamah into the world in exactitude into the world. To use a term from the last class, Tumah. Then it was taken away by Sinai, and then it came back by our own foibles. It was taken away again. So the episode like this, Dehine. The sin of eating from the tree of knowledge of good and evil is feeling self. You hear? So it says in the Apostle, the woman saw that it looks good, that it smells good, that it tastes good. The Eitzadas, before Adam and Chava ate the Eitzadas, they were even smarter. They didn't become smart afterwards. And yet the implication is that before they sinned, they didn't have any sense of the physical world. Of course not, because they were not on a physical level. They were up here. They became aware of themselves. There's a lotion from Chesidim. And there's a lot of Fabrengenishin about this. Yechen and Kein Godl, Shemesh, Peishon of Anasak Tuki. Yechen and Kein Godl was a Kein Godl of 80 years, and then he became a Tuki, a heretic. How could you serve Hashem and Kedit to the 80 years and become a heretic? Very simple. And it's Givorim Bazir Hatzadi. Givorim Bazir Girech. 
He became perfect. The minute a person becomes perfect, that's it, he's flying down the hill. Nasa, but Tzaduki, it doesn't mean he became a Sadushi. He became a Tzaddik in his own mind. And then after that, it's a very simple ride down the hill. Hergish is the beginning of all Yonam Leitev. It's an altar word from the middle of Rebbe. I don't have to tell you the whole word of Arichis. This is the Satan, this is the Malachamov, this is the Yitzhah this is Yesh. It's a Hergish, a Yesh, it's all the same. Hayesh. To feel yourself, to feel. You feel other things, but you feel yourself as well. It's like you go by in the street, and there's a car, a little tiny car, beautifully shined black, and the, the noise inside that car is so loud that the windows are vibrating. Now what's going to happen if you're a little bit lower? You're not going to hear the music. You want to feel. And you can't feel subtlety, you can't feel nuance. When, you're, when your association with yourself is very feely, your association with stimulus from the outside has to be equally feely. When your association with yourself is much more subtle, so that your, your ability to experience things at times is much more nuanced. The highest level is that you don't feel at all. This is the Madrega before the Chetet Sadas. So he says, what is it in Yiddishkeit? I only do things that Hashem said. Only because Hashem said. I don't also enjoy it. I only do it because Hashem said. To the extent that you don't feel yourself in Yiddishkeit. The correction is, But you see, here there's a unique spin on Kabbalah Sale. The unique spin on Kabbalah Sale is it's not Kabbalah Sale also. It's Kabbalah Sale exclusively. That's getting no enjoyment. I don't want to do this. I absolutely don't want to do this mitzvah. Hashem said. <laughs> and look at the Lashon Arav. Be'efen deteyoseh. I'm doing mitzvah with no kavanah. Just like you're panosah without kavanah, you're mitzvah without kavanah. But on the other hand, it's yegiya the Hebrew said. So you're doing it completely, but not because of your appreciation for the mitzvah, because of the ratzneliyah. Passively, or even shall you gear, and therefore you have to fight with yourself to do it. And this is how the, this is the ticking of the Chet Egel that ever And this is the sort of the second example. The first example we learned on Friday, here the Rebbe adds that in your Tayyid and Mitzvah, this is what I told you from the Rebbe Marash, that he reads in this Mishnah, not Shalai Amanas, the Kabbalah Pras, Amanas Shalai, Dafke Noscha, Dafke Noscha. Which is the shlemus of the union of Kabbalah? Say, the Gemara says Neresh. Right, right. The Gemara says that's written down here. David Amelach. They say, "O Gam Shemetzinu, we find Shanisham is Chayiv B'Shibud Mitzrayim." The Jewish Nishamas in Mitzrayim, he Nishamas the day of flood. The same souls of the Yidden who were involved in the day of flood. They built the Tower of Babel. The people who built the Tower of Babel were David Azor, and they used. They used artificial stone. I mean, this is the historic version of it, right? They used to make buildings out of rock. They would, they would cut out of a mountain stone, and you pile them up, and you have a house. What happens if you live in a place where there's no mountains? There's no mountains. So you don't have any rock. So you have to build out of mud brick. So bricks, right? What's called the Chassidus Evan, which is Bidei Odom and not Bidei Shamayim. Stones that are man-made as opposed to God-made. Who were the first people to use man-made stones other than divine-made stones? But he, 
They lived in a bika, they lived in Shina, it was very flat, there were no mountains. In Pashas Neach. So they, they wanted to build a tower, but they didn't have any stones. They couldn't use, in Egypt, they made pyramids out of rock. But in, in Bovel, there was no rock, so they used mud bricks. They used, that's why the Midal Bovel doesn't exist, it melted. It was made from man made brick as opposed to natural stone. Zion they made from stone. The pyramids that we have are made of stone. Because if you make it out of mud brick, it's going to go back to sand in a, very, in a couple hundred years. The, the rain and the wind is going to make it into nothing. In Bovel, which is in, which is in, which is in Asia as opposed to in Africa, they didn't have mountains. So they couldn't use rock. So they made it out of mud brick. And they were in the disorder. So Yidden Mitzayim's Tikkun was that they were making buildings out of mud brick. You understand? It was Zel Yumazes. It says that Kisvarizal is the same Nishamit. Vatikin was a high the Shibud Mitzrayim, Sha'avdu Bachem and Obeyed. Turn the page. That means man made stone and cement. Vainyam is that page. Reishmem Vav the Pshati. Shechete, that's like the sin of the generation. That's like Sha'omer. They said, Nasalani, shame when you're not heavish. Let's make for ourselves a name. Make for ourselves a name. We should be in posterity. They should talk about us in 5,000 years. Why? I want to be a somebody. That's it. That's as idle as it gets. To feel self. You know, I, I, uh, I have a say that learned Tanakh, which fell into my lap. I learned Sefer Daniel. You ever read Sefer Daniel? <laughs> it's a very interesting Sefer Daniel. It's mostly about Nebuchadnezzar. It speaks about the whole history of the world till the end of time. When you read Sefer Daniel, you learn something interesting which has historic repercussions. It happened many times in history. Nebuchadnezzar ruled the whole world and he wasn't happy. How could a man rule the whole world and not be happy? Because he knew he was going to die. And he wanted to rule the whole world till the end of time. And this is the Meshuggah Gemacht. He had to make the Dahava of gold which would indicate that when he dies, his succession is going to be till Mashiach. And then of course the Navi came to him and tells him the head is gold, but the body is made from something else. In other words, you're not going to last. That's basically what some people, it's not enough that I'm living today, i got to be living when I'm not living either. But that's a lot of shame. Zich filin. and the correctioners, and they go to the of Mitzrayim. The exile and slavery in Mitzrayim, which was again with man-made, chayil mortar and brick, not stone, brick. Which is the correction of the Yagir that didn't did the Messiah stole their heritage, it took away their sense of self, which is a ticket for the Aflogist preoccupation with self. Even though they were working very hard to build a tower, they were not invested, they didn't want to do it, they were slaves. I'm sorry, by the day of Flog, I'll tell you again, when the generation of the great the tower of Bovo built it they were working very hard but they didn't feel like they were working very hard because they were going towards a goal they were immortalizing themselves yeah they were enjoying it the correction of people who are so self-infatuated that they can work very hard and it's delightful was the exact opposite they were very hard in the same material, cement and man-made stone, bricks. But if they were just there was absolutely nothing for it in them. 
for them in it. Shofarechatz is a guva nefesh that breaks the body and the spirit. Says the Rebbe Chaynu when you take in Chetetz Adas, same is true with the creation of Chetetz Adas as well as Chetet Egel. Ad Yaveda the Sheishes Yomim Tei Os Semelach. Your panosa and according to this mind, your kima mitzvus is without hergish. You don't feel yourself at all. Chetetz Adas is in your head. The original sin was feeling self. When you feel self, it's not the maximum Kabbalah sale, it's not the maximum toil. You enjoy it, you're doing it for yourself and by yourself. Four lines from the end of the paragraph, the correction is, you serve Hashem with a Kabbalah sale, then you force yourself to do it. Because there's no pleasure in it for you. And on the other hand, because you're doing it only because the Abish just said, it's be'efendit the yasa be'derech me'le because it's on the keich no